everyone, and welcome to Anchored Souls, a podcast for moms weathering the storms of life. I'm your host, Jacqueline Hyder. Welcome back to Anchored Souls, our podcast for moms weathering the storms of life. And today I have with me a friend, um, a new friend. Her name is Amy Serafin, and she is going to be talking with us about music and about worship and how that ministers to our souls. Um, So welcome, Amy. Hi. Um, So Amy was a part of our um, Anchored Conference. She was in our quiet reflection room, and she and a friend of ours, Melissa, created this beautiful haven mm. of rest and peace, and um, it was just a beautiful room where women could come in and just pray and sit at Jesus' feet and listen to Amy's beautiful music that she writes and just to have their soul ministered to. So tell me, Amy, sort of what that, doing that at the conference, having that quiet reflection room, what that meant to you personally, and what you got from that. Wow, yeah, um, <clears throat> a lot. It meant a lot to me. And it actually, um, what came from that took me by surprise mm. because I knew what the goal was to kind of create this reflection time and this place um, of rest, really, um, for us as women because we are always so busy um, that it's just nice to pause and listen mm-hmm. um, and receive, I think, mm-hmm. you know. But when Melissa started, when we started putting the room together, as you know, in the beginning, it was kind of, it was kind of different. We could, we were having some issues with the curtains. We were kind right. of, couldn't, it wasn't pulling together, uh, I think, as clearly as we thought. And so when we came back the second day, things just started rolling. Mm-hmm. And, um, and all the things Melissa had bought or brought, um, just came together in this beautiful space with the prayer stations and with the curtain and and just with the lights. And all of a sudden, as I stepped back from the conference a few days later, Mm -hmm. the word tabernacle Mm -hmm. came to me. Mm -hmm. And I think it came to Melissa too. And it's interesting because there were, I think there were two other women that day who actually said that to me in the hallway. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was really neat to me, and that's exactly what I thought. When I looked back, I thought, oh, my goodness. In a way, we created a space for God's presence, mm-hmm. which is a what tabernacle. That's what a tabernacle right. is. The tabernacle in the Old Testament was the place where God's presence dwelled, and right. that's where people came to worship. And so it was a, it, for me, that was a... That was a gift, mm-hmm. in a way, and a I think a future vision mm-hmm. that I didn't know Absolutely. was going to happen. Absolutely, I remember walking when I walked into the room after it was all finished, and you were playing and singing, and I walked in and I could just sense. I mean, I think of it now, and I like get choked <laughs> up a little bit. I know, me too. Um, <laughs> but I could just sense um, God's presence, which brought me such peace mm. in the midst of trying to do everything we were trying right. to do. And it also brought me, it brought me rest, like mm. you said. Mm. And it brought me this intense feeling of joy. Oh, wow. Because, I mean, anytime we're in God's presence, I mean, 
there's joy there. Right. And so um, just being able to sit on the rug there in the middle and do that, I was like, oh, I wish I had this in my house. <laughs> right. You know? Like every just day. Go into this room <laughs> where someone's playing and there's candles lit <laughs> and I can just sit in this tabernacle. Love right. that. Right. Um, that visual, this tabernacle of, of God's presence. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk to me, though, too, about... Um, well, I want to talk a little bit about our prayer stations that we had in there because that right. is something that right. a person could take away from that yes. day and do on their own just yes. little by little because I know we had a, um, some different prayer stations. Can, right. can you talk to us about that? Well, there's bit? something very interesting about that as well, and maybe you know this, maybe you don't. Uh, there were stations set up. You had given us, I guess, the sheet, um, and and there were various stations set up. I think there was one for forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, where you dissolve the piece of paper, um, dissolvable paper in the water. Uh, there, there was one with the names of God, and right. Melissa had bought this beautiful ribbon with the names of God on it, and there were stones there, and, um, you know, just, you know, reminders of this time that you've had that you can take with you. And as Melissa and I were kind of setting up the room, again, under that, that, that leading or direction of well, how does this need to be and where, where, does, where does the Lord want all of this to land, mm-hmm. um, we decided intentionally not to do those prayer stations in order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that um, reflected our desire to to not have so much something to do, mm-hmm. but the available space if you were led to go to one of those stations. And so it wasn't like, okay, let's go through this prayer station. We have a focus. We have a task. You know, we're so Mm task-oriented, I think, um, in general, all of us, men and women. And we didn't want that kind of structure for that day. Mm -hmm. We wanted to open up a space where the Lord led. Mm -hmm. and But we wanted it to be available if that was what was needed. Certainly. And so... um, Interestingly enough, someone else had mentioned that to me as well, had brought that up, how they found that peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who was, uh, I, I think, you know, in, in her particular life, so used to following steps and so used to doing the next thing. and Because we get that routine. We do, and it's good. That it routine is. is good, but sometimes we don't need that routine. Right. And sometimes we need to break free right. from that routine. And so uh, those stations, I think, were very meaningful in the sense that, how they were they were made and and if you you know there there was a huge place in the middle where we just really wanted a place of rest um of reflection mm-hmm. of um you know just resting and listening to the lord and the prayer stations were around the outside of mm-hmm. that inner sanctuary of sorts yes. right yes um so that that was interesting to me as well mm-hmm. um how that ended up <laughs> Something that you just said that was that made me think uh, when you were talking about how you intentionally did not put the stations in order um, and how we are people of routine and routine makes us um, feel secure and safe, right? Yes. And because mm-hmm. we have order, not vulnerable. Just, yes, um, but you're right. We don't always need to be in such a routine, particularly in the area of maybe praise and worship or prayer. I mean, we yes. need to have, because um, I think about going to church and we sing th- this many right. songs and then we do the three songs thing. in the beginning, right. two songs in the end. <laughs> and, okay, we do that because that's how our worship has been right. structured. And it's, and it's good. It is good. But there are times when it can just be more organic. Yes. And it can be very freeing, as you said, to um, just sit. And, you know, if you're led as you're praying to um, 
if some if God brings someone to mind that you need to forgive, yes, to be able to have that available, and you could go yes. to the forgiveness station, and you could do, go through that walk through that process, or if you just felt this this urge to praise God and to thank right. Him, you there were there were tools available. So I think right. how I would because not everyone's going to have a room like nobody's going to have a room like this in your home. <laughs> as much right. as I'd love to, it's not realistically something that I can do. But what it can how I can bring that into my personal quiet time and worship time at home is to remember to just sit and reflect mm-hmm. rather than to, okay, I'm going to praise God. To do. And then I'm going to thank God. Right. I'm going to ask for forgiveness. And then I'm right. going to pray for other people, which, again, those are great tools and models to use in my prayer time. But it is okay yes, for me to sit. And be led. And just yeah. listen to God or just, like, sit in His presence and not... Like being in a conversation, just right. just let his spirit right. just sort of wash over me, yeah. and then as he leads me, as you right. were saying, do those different things. So yes. that is that is um, that is refreshing to me as well as we sit here and talk about this. It it is. It's mm-hmm. super cool. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, and and I think the fact that God makes that available to us, mm-hmm. and even though, like you say, everything that we did in that room would not be easily done in a house, but I still do feel like you can make that space. You can. You can make in your heart house. and in your ha- in right. your house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to understand that God is a God of order. He's not a or- he's not a God of chaos and that there are times where that is very applicable for whatever situation he has you in, but also to be privy to the fact that there are times when he's going to want to you to wait in position mm-hmm. or in a season. Mm-hmm. before he divulges where to go next. Mm-hmm. And, and he's there. He's still there. He's there in all of it. Sometimes I think we think that when God's got us moving and shaking and going and doing that, you know, it's God with us, Emmanuel. But when he hasn't allowed us to know the, the instructions, <laughs> right, that he's somehow left yes. and he has Or punishing us. Right. Or... Or, 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 or removed himself. Right. Or we're removed from his favor. Yeah, it's not. It's right. not. And so understanding that entering that space of, for me, that space is a vulnerable space. It is. It is. It's one of trust and it's one of um, just allowing God's spirit mm-hmm. to to be. Mm-hmm. One of the things that God has already started teaching me this year is this idea of rest. In fact, I, God gives me a word. In the past couple of years, he's given me a word for the year. And... Um, Two years ago, my, my word was grace, Ooh, and that was, <laughs> was difficult, right? it was good. And then, so I was waiting Ooh. to get rid of, not rid of grace, but you know what I mean, I was right, ready to right. get past 2017. Can I have a break from grace? <laughs> and get to 2018, I was so excited, and I thought, oh, I'll get some word like, you know, rest, or peace, or, you know, some fun word. Right, <laughs> or, right. You know, um, and he gave me the word perseverance. Oh, <laughs> um, I, And mm-hmm. he, he clearly told me that grace paves the way for, to perseverance, which was a huge thing Beautiful. that I needed last year. And I saw how God helped me to persevere through many things, including doing the Anchored Conference. I mean, could not have done that without him press, helping me to press on and press through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this year, I was like, okay, I'm going to get another strong word. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to be wanting this wimpy word like rest <laughs> or something. And you know what word God gave me? Rest. He gave me rest. And so then I started to feel guilty. I was like, Lord. <laughs> right, right. Rest? Like, that sounds so lazy. Yeah. Um, and so um, I began to pray through that. 
and um, I'm an acrostic kind of girl. Like, that's just how my mind works. Right. And so the Lord in church one day, um, it was just like, okay, but rest doesn't just mean you sit around and do nothing, Jacqueline. Right. You know, there is a time for that. So that R is going to stand for, like, recharge because we all need to be recharged Mm -hmm. and renewed and refreshed. So that's that part of rest. But then as a part of your rest this year, I want you to enlist some people in your life that um, can come alongside Mm. and and help you and can do ministry with you. And so it's a year of, of enlisting so that you... You can, in some ways, be more restful because I'm a doer. Oh, right. my goodness. I think activity, what you said a minute ago, like activity means that I've got God's favor. And, you know, because I'm a doer. Right. I am. Right. And so he's like, no, enlist, rest, I'm at recharge and refresh and then enlist. And then the S was study. Just sit and oh, study yes. right. with me. Right. Study my word. Right. Um, and I do, but, like, it's almost like God said, I'm going to give you permission to do this, like, a lot. Yes. Like to really I understand dive that. In. I understand like, that. Okay, that's cool. And then the last one is the word the word that we don't like and that's trust. Oh right. Trust the, yeah, in the midst. The, yeah, and so the big when you, word. <laughs> yeah. So when you said the thing about um you know, when we're not in activity or we don't or, or we're in that spot of place of waiting mm-hmm. and God hasn't given us our next thing to do. Directions. Um mm-hmm. God is really teaching me that I can rest in those things. And that I can, um, I can have joy in the midst of that. Like joy in every single moment, whether it's a restful moment, whether it's a, a season of waiting, or whatever. I can have joy, and I can worship in His presence. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and He's been teaching me that all along. But it just sort of, and maybe it's my age. I'm getting more reflective as I get older. <laughs> I don't know. Right, me too. <laughs> but um, I just really felt like God saying, enjoy. Every moment that I am, am giving you, every circumstance, every situation. And I said this to a, a younger mom the other day when she we were talking about um, she's got preschool kids. And I said, you know, if I could go back and do anything hmm. as a young mom, the thing that I would do is I would enjoy more every moment of my children being smaller. Mm-hmm. Because I was so ready for the next stage right. and the next phase. Yeah. Because I'm a forward-moving person that I failed in some ways to just sit and relish those moments. And now I look at my children, one of who's (laughs) 6'2", one of who's 5'10", and one, my daughter who's as tall as me, 5'4", she's growing past me. Um, And I think, wow. Seize the moment. Yes, so seize it. And, and, And not just seize it, but like be so grateful for it and like find joy in it and, and, and worship through those moments. Well, and as you were talking, that's what I kept sensing was that's, that's our worship. Yeah. Our worship is is to thank God in every circumstance, right? right? No matter if we're on the mountain or if we're in the valley or if we're somewhere in between, because we're going to be in any one of those places. (laughs) Um, you know, it's, it's, it's that heart of worship and in every moment being able to find that place to be able to worship God, I think is extremely powerful, extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Bill Johnson I was listening to once on one of his sermons said, you know, when you're in that valley and you don't understand what God's doing, it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. what God's doing at all. Like, I mean, there are times where God may call you to do something, and it just plain does not look right. I mean, you look at some of the prophets of the Old Testament. I mean, he asked them to do some crazy stuff, right? <laughs> That's true, yes. And so, and they weren't liked. 
Nobody wanted to hear what the prophets had to say because it was a warning and caution. But you know, and he said, when you're in that place where you can't understand and 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 you are questioning God, if you can offer God your worship, if you can find a way to battle through praise, mm-hmm. something happens. It does. Something shifts in your heart and your soul. I think something shifts in the spiritual realm. Um, because can you imagine as a child, if your child couldn't understand something you were doing as a parent and you knew they couldn't, and yet you, you weren't at liberty to maybe share all the details of everything that's going on, and yet they trusted you enough to say, you know what, I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to be joyful with you. I'm not going to focus my attention on what it is I don't know. Mm-hmm. How much joy that brings you as a parent. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine yeah. how that feels to God right. as his child to say, I really, God, you got me in the dark about this, but I'm just going to praise you and worship you mm-hmm. all the same. Yeah. It's a hard thing. It is it's a hard, hard thing. thing. And it's been a process of learning to do that, I'm sure for you too, Yes, through yes. Um, many, many years um, of of just walking through different things. But yes, it is, it would be, it's got to be a beautiful thing to, for God. It has to be. Because, I mean, you're right, that's a great <laughs> analogy with the parent-child of, wow, if, if I told my Leanna something and she just, like when she just trusts me with it. And mm-hmm. she says, okay, Mommy, even that makes it, me, even when it, like she doesn't get the answer she wanted or I don't give her, like you said. Or even if so, it hurts her. Right. Right. To a, I mean, think, I think about that with the Lord, what I've perceived as, as hurt. Like, Lord, mm-hmm. why would you allow this? Mm-hmm. Why would you allow me to go through this? Why would you, you know, but we don't have the full picture. We don't. Mm-hmm. But he's faithful and he will divulge mm-hmm. when in his timing, everything will be divulged. And, and he says, you know, you can trust me. Mm-hmm. You can, you can trust me. And that's, that's hard. That's hard. It <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> it is, it is. Well, tell us just a little bit about just some of the writing and com- composing that you do, because I, I yeah. only got to hear a few things, but oh, yeah. I loved um, the words and the music that you... So there is such a long history behind that. It's interesting that we're talking about trust and talking about when God tells you to do something and you don't understand. There is there is such a backstory on the writing and the singing um, that is probably for another podcast. But um, I, oh goodness, I don't even know how to describe what writing songs and singing is to me. I think it's multifaceted. Mm -hmm. I think it's prayerful. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's worship, absolutely, adoration. Um, I also think there's a healing element to it. You know, the um, yesterday or Monday, I think it was, when I sat down at the piano and, um, you know, started to write and sing, I realized that, like David, I felt like I was ministering to myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Lord has given me that ability to um, to create those songs and to create... Um, you know, they're not happy songs all the time. They're mm-hmm. songs that come from a place of wilderness, but hope. Mm-hmm. Um, from places where you're struggling with questions and you don't understand, but you know the truth. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's it's an interesting place to be, but I feel like God in, in a way has, has allowed that creation to also 
come back to me and minister to my own heart. And so many times when I'm able to sit down at the piano and, and I really feel like these songs are birthed. Mm-hmm. I know that might sound strange. No, but I know exactly <laughs> um, That they are ministering at times to myself for my own heart, but also for others. I mean, there have been so many times where uh, the Lord has just allowed me to create a song and um, the lyrics. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, there will be the exact perfect person or, or two people Um or three people that might need that word of mm-hmm. encouragement. The song that I wrote, um, Anchor, mm-hmm. which I used for your conference, yes. um, I think I had written it back in last spring. And um, in the meantime, before the conference started kind of kicking up or whatever, um, there was a person over the summer whose daughter had passed away mm-hmm. um, very tragically, very quickly. And uh, through a, a strange sequence of events... A friend of mine was very close to her, and I was very aware of the situation, and I knew, I just knew, that I thought song this song, ha- it, it's for her, and and it was it was anchor, your love is an anchor, mm-hmm. your love is an anchor in the chaos of my soul, your love is an anchor, and I will, you, the lyrics go on to, to explain, I'll believe in you, mm-hmm. even when right. even nothing's when. telling me to believe right. in you. <laughs> yep. And so it, it's, it's, a very, the, it's a very personal place mm-hmm. of worship for me. Um, I think it's a privileged place, though. You know, it, yes, you I know, do. It's a privilege to be able to. Yes, it, it is a pro, it's a very intimate place, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. is, is I think what you're getting at, too. Um, I'm, I can't tell you what key these songs are in. Mm-hmm. I normally can't. They, they come and go, right. and they're gone. Uh-huh. Um, I, you know, if you asked me to play something I played you know, last spring, I'd have to go back and listen to it and try to pick it out at the piano. Sure. I can't sight-read music. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I do have, you know, I did take piano when I was younger. I have an affinity for music. I'm always listening to praise music. Mm-hmm. But it's very curious to me, just mm-hmm. the organic way these things come about. Sure. Yeah. And I am privileged. I am so privileged that God would take words um, and lyrics and music from that place mm-hmm. and m- allow that to be healing mm-hmm. to someone else. It's it's really humbling mm-hmm. in, for me. Absolutely. And I'm a gift giver. That's yeah. my love language. Okay. Yeah. And it just cracks me up. That you you know, to. that these are like, I'm like... Little gifts, small yes, gifts. They are, they are. Well, and you have this um, ability. It's the ability uh, to encourage. That must be one of your spiritual gifts as well. Because um, leading up to the conference, you would send me texts with the exact scripture I needed to hear or the exact words or the exact prayer, whatever it was. And I was just like, thank you for giving me this gift to um, share with others just the heart of God and just, it's just beautiful, it really is. Well, our time is up, but I want to thank you for coming and sharing with us. We'll have to do this again yes. because I think we could talk for hours we probably about could. worship and yes. what that means to us individually. But um, thank you again. Thank you so much for having me.